Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy, especially when it comes to the care you need. So let's talk about you, about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Let's talk about your needs now and for the future. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. It starts with a phone call. Call 866-420-5330 or visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Hello and welcome to the Pop Prism Power Podcast. Podcast. Where we talk about everything pop culture under the sun. And this week, we are recording a little bit late, a few days late, and that's okay. Because this is going to come out a day later. But... So excuse us, but it just gives us a chance to give you more news. Exactly, because I watched not one, but two episodes of The Handmaid's Tale. So yeah, we're going to talk about that, and we're going to talk about Stranger Things, and Iron Fist, and Orphan Black. So... Uh, joining me today is my wonderful co-host, Elora. Hello. And joining me is Miss Anna. Hello. Uh, so get ready. Get your ears ready. Let's do this. We're coming at you hard. Yeah. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> so, Elora, what did you watch, read, listen? Oh, so much stuff. <laughs> so much stuff. Okay. So I'll start with watch. I finished Stranger Things, and holy shit, mm. you have to watch this show. Okay. Like, I'm disappointed that I waited this long to watch this show. I know. Because it lives up to absolutely all of the hype. Um, I, I've already said this, but it has that whole 80s vibe, because it's set in the 80s, and um, it's got a couple good jump scares and everything in it, but... It's the last couple episodes were so stinking intense. And the way the story resolves itself is really good. And so, Stranger Things Season 2, we all know it's coming, and mm. it's coming in October, and I cannot wait. Mm. Probably the next, the next most exciting thing next to my wedding. <laughs> <laughs> the wedding is like, all right, Stranger Things! Stranger Things! <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be great. So, I suggest that you watch it. Okay. I give Stranger Things the thumbs up for me. Uh oh. Good good series. A quirky thumbs up? Quirky thumbs up? I don't know. Murdoch. A quirky butt up. Yeah. Quirky, <laughs> a nub up. Murdoch gives it a nub up. Yay. But really good. Totally worth it. Murdoch knows we're talking about him. <laughs> oh. oh my god. He's so too funny. <laughs> Alright. So. Okay. Stranger Things. Sorry. Quirky. Quirky interruption. Difficulties. <laughs> um, I also watched True Blood. I'm into season three, um, and we they just started getting into like the werewolves and the mm. relationship between the werewolves That's my and the vampires. Stuff, um, 
I'll see. I haven't seen him yet. Oh, he's so hot. <laughs> but it's it's interesting. I like that they kind of introduce new supernatural things mm-hmm. in each um, season. Last season it was the main ad, and this season it's the. It was a weird. fucked up season. Yeah. Um. I didn't like that season. I liked the Marianne character because she was just like, you feel like she's so evil. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. She just made everybody in the town go batshit and like do crazy stupid things. And I don't know. I I liked it. It was pretty good. (sighs) But it was kind of confusing. I liked the Dallas part of it more though. Um, So in season two, Sookie and Eric go to, or Sookie, Eric, and Bill go to Dallas to help save Eric's maker, because Eric's maker was um, kidnapped. That's right. So I the season's kind of divided, because mm-hmm. half of it is in Bon Temp, and half of it is in Dallas. Mm-hmm. And then Sookie gets back from Dallas, and, and it's like every... Yeah, and then basically they save the day, which I thought was kind of silly, because would, it would have been nice to see the characters that were left behind kind of resolve it themselves. But at the same time, you know that they're not really capable of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so season three, it's getting interesting. Um, Lorena's back. Bill's maker. That bitch. <laughs> that bitch. <laughs> and it's just, you can see the direction it's going with Suki and Bill's relationship. And, like, you can tell that she's more interested in Eric. and Or she's getting more interested in Eric. Like, Bill proposes to her, and she doesn't say yes right away, and that's, like, the biggest sign, I think. But then she thinks about it, and she's like, oh, yeah, and then she comes out, and he's gone. (laughs) Oh, yeah. God damn it. But just, uh, I don't know, because I think her and Bill had a really, are, like, super cute together, but you can tell she's more interested in Eric, and it's because of her drinking Eric's blood makes her more interested in him. I don't know. I mean, can you really say no to Eric, though? Like Alexander Skarsgård. Oh, God, yes. Yeah, um, he's growing on me. Mm-hmm. I didn't like him at first, but now it's like, okay, he's not so bad, and he, he really does have a soft spot for he her. He does. He does. He mm. plays the big old tough, I'm a really old vampire, blah, 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 bullshit, but he has a soft spot for her. Um, so, True Blood, and then I also watched more Iron Fist. Eric and I watched another episode of that. Again, ends on a cliffhanger. It's getting really good still. Um, so I want to continue to watch Iron Fist. Uh, I also watched more Orphan Black. I had started watching the first season and then took a break for whatever reason, and I got back into it, and I'm almost through the first season, and it's really intense. Um, I recommend that show, too. It's not ever scary. It's just... Um, sort of suspenseful and you you want to know like what's going on and how are they related and and who's watching who um i don't want to give away too much i mean it's been out for a long time but it's really good okay so it's worth a watch um because at first you're like what the fuck oh my what's happening what's going on um and then you get into it and you find out more information and um now it's getting back to that like oh my god what the hell's going on stage so you kind of get out of it, you think they're getting a handle on things, and then it breaks out again. Okay. I'm interested. I, I did hear great things about it. So. Yeah. And it's only, like I said, it's only the first season. It's um, not gory, but they're, they're, they show blood. 
God Ooh. forbid. I mean, oh my God. <laughs> not like I'm watching True Blood or anything. Boy. <laughs> vampire sex. <laughs> oh, vampire um, sex. That's just interesting. What Mm-mm. else? Um, <laughs> so reading into reading. Oh no, actually, one more watching. I watched and some more Toradora. That show is still super cute. That's the anime where um, there's the guy and the girl, and she's in love with his best friend, and he's in love with her best oh, friend. Yeah. And it's just, like, right now we're in the season where they're um, just kind of palling around, and they're getting to know each other better. She's still in love with his best friend, and he's still in love with her best friend, but I think that they have growing feelings for each other, and they don't know it. Aww. You can kind of tell. Um, and it's, it's just a really cute show. I'm enjoying it. It's cute. The little palm top tiger. Um, she is like one of my spirit animals. Because <laughs> she's a short little tiny thing and she's super feisty. Um, what else? I read, I started reading this manga called Orange. And I've heard really good things about it. And so the story starts off with... This girl gets a letter on her first day of high school from herself 10 years in the future. And at first she kind of, like, she picks it up and she realizes, oh, this is for me. But then she goes to school and kind of brushes it off. Mm -hmm. But when she gets to class, she opens it up and she starts reading it. And she doesn't believe it at first, but then the things in the letter start happening. And she basically wrote this letter to herself to change things and the way they turned out. Because come to find out... One of their friends in the future is no longer alive. Oh, man. Like, he he takes his own life, and she feels like there were things that the friend circle could have done to prevent it. So she writes this letter to herself in the past to try and get these things to resolve themselves so that he's still around. So it starts out with her in high school, and you see it from that perspective, but then at the end of each chapter it flips to her 10 years in the future and you find out that it's the first time they're getting back together since his death um and they are going to visit his family they're going to go visit his grave um they open up a they have a time capsule that they put together when they were in high school for Mm -hmm. each other to read and everything so it's just them getting back together doing that that stuff so it's really interesting so far I got actually the complete set, um, and it's two volumes, and it's all of the little individual mangas pushed into two, and it only cost me $20 on Amazon. I've been... So worth it. I've been wanting to watch the anime, but I thought I might give it a a read first, since I'm watching so many other things. Um, And in addition, I also read a little bit more Centaur's Tale. That's my total guilty pleasure. It's still really good, and still really cute. That one really interested me. I like that one. It's adorable. And um, I'm trying to think what they did in this one. Um, I guess centaurs uh, are traditional archers. So she has to um, compete, not compete, but she has to do an archery demonstration. And she stressed out about the archery demonstration. And um, they also are in gym. And it's like the differences between the different races in gym. And it's just really cute. I really like it. So, that's what that I did. <laughs> How about you, Anna? What did you watch, read, see, hear, play, do, etc.? 
Exactly. So, um, I finished Famous in Love because they released all the episodes on Hulu and the Freeform app, but they're releasing it weekly on yeah. on the channel and stuff. So that's uh, kind of dumb if they're doing that. Yeah, and I'm because I kept going like I kept thinking um, they'd only have like the first couple episodes that are coming out, and so every time it start out like new episode, I'm like, oh my god, another one! <laughs> so that's how I ended up staying up till like two a.m. But so I actually kind of hope they renew for a second season because they left it on a cliffhanger. Of course they did, and it's like a love triangle and stuff, and. I really like. I liked her with Rainer, the the movie star. I mm-hmm. really like them, and they have really good chemistry in the show. So I think that they should stay with that. And a lot of people don't like Bella Thorne, but I really, really enjoyed her in this. So it's just you know they did. And the thing is that kind of made me mad was you know at the begin the first episode they had like the 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 present time where she was really famous, she's yeah. coming back to LA, and they never touched back <clears throat> on that. So when they ended on, on a cliffhanger, I was like, wait, that's it? Like, I want to know what, like, what led her to what leave LA, doing, yeah. come back, and all that. So uh, it was just like, she's at a press conference, press, ju- press junket for the show, and Rainer's basically, like, he, so he uh, was sober for three years, because he went through an alcoholic phase, because all child actors do mm-hmm. that, apparently. And so he fell off the bandwagon after finding out, like, who his real dad was and all this stuff. And it turns out his dad's, like, the head of the movie studio. Great. Really interesting. So he's kind of, like, he, he came back for this because they were, like, they were going to shut down the movie if he didn't come back and everything. And he kind of told her, I don't want to do this anymore. And she's like, okay, well, you know, I'm here for you. Like, because before his mom had talked to her and she was like, you need to get Rainer on track because we can't lose this. So she's just like, I'm here for you. Just like you were there for me, my first press junket. And so when he's signaling for her to help him out, that's when her friend slash roommate shows up and it's like I love you I love you so it leaves like with her trying to decide because Rainer's looking at her like I really need your help and then he she has her friend saying I love you and all between that the press is asking her are you and Rainer an item yeah. So, oh my god, and, and, so someone got killed. <laughs> oh, jeez. Spoiler alert! Okay, so I probably should have said that at the beginning. Yeah, uh, one of the reporters that was going to do an expose on everything got killed. So, we don't know who did it. Who is, so who is she? a huge cliffhanger. It is, because who is she going to pick? What is she going to do? Is this movie going to get made? I don't know. So... <laughs> I'm too emotionally invested in that show. Guilty pleasure. It is my guilty pleasure. And then I watched two episodes of The Handmaid's Tale, and um, I felt that the last episode that was released last night was a little bit meh. Yeah. And, you know, it had such good momentum, but in the fourth episode, so the wife uh, was, you know, really mad at Offred for turning out to not be pregnant, so uh, she locked her up in a room and didn't let her out. And so she's kind of going a little bit stir-crazy and everything, and they send her to the doctor just to double-check everything before the ceremony, and the doctor there, and it's, like, guys who think they're doing a good, a, a nice thing for women, but in reality, they're not, you know, that whole mm-hmm. thing, because the doctor's like, you know, all the commanders are sterile anyway, so I'm like, I can help you. 
like I can I can get you pregnant kind of thing and she's like no like that's that's dangerous and all that and it's just like okay like thanks you're trying to be nice but you're also trying to sexually harass me right. kind of thing so it, it's like this dynamic these women have to go through because they're just possessions. Well, so why are they going through the, with the ceremony of all the... Because in in this world, it's not the man's fault that you can't get pregnant. Uh, it's your fault. So, if the... Even though they're sterile. But they deny it. Okay. They deny it. They're in full denial. But when the whole infertil- infertility rates um, started going up and everything, it was always blamed on the women. That's how they kind of took over because, it's like, well, you can't bear children. So, in doing that, you know, they're they're hiding the fact that basically the men are sterile because of all the chemicals and everything, and it's on the women. So the handmaids, when they can't get pregnant, they get sent to the colonies, kind of thing. So they're like, that's why the doctor was like, if you don't do this, if you don't get pregnant, you're gonna get you. This is already your second assignment. You're gonna get sent to the colonies. So it's like, I can help you. And so she said no, and she's just not willing to take that risk. So, in that, it's just that episode of her going crazy and kind of gaining a little bit of control by manipulating the commander and saying, like, you know, it would really suck if I lost my mind and killed myself, like the previous handmaid that was here. And so, they let her her out, um, and in between all that, the... So, one of the aunts, the ones that trained the handmaids, mm-hmm. escaped to Canada, and she, like, gave a, gave a, she gave a, a interview about what's really going on, and so they're trying to do, like, damage control, and it was really interesting to see the commander with the laptop, because I forget that this is, this is in the future. Yeah. I keep thinking it's in the past, but no, it's in the future, and he has the laptop, and the wife comes in, and so he kind of gave her, like, an, a, a, head, a heads up of what's going on, and so she's giving her opinion because she's like well we have to discredit her we you have to do all this and he's kind of like don't worry your little head honey i got this yeah and you you see her be like i used to i used to be able to voice my opinions in the old world and now i can't and you know obviously she had a hand in creating this new world and now she can't help it anymore yeah and so she's reminded of her place that she's just a wife kind of thing so that was the third episode. The fourth episode uh, was just about... You kind of get a sense that maybe she's getting too comfortable with the commander because they opened with uh, them playing Scrabble and she has her shoes off and she's drinking um, like whiskey with him and stuff. And he he's just... He's creepy. Because yeah. at the ceremony, uh, he kind of starts looking at her and he's not supposed to. He's supposed to be looking at his wife. And he starts caressing her and she's kind of like freaking out like no don't do that like trying to like signal him don't do it but the wife is obviously trying really hard not to look so she's looking the other way and she goes and yells at him after and he was like okay I'm sorry you know yeah it's kind of like I kind of own you kind of thing and so I reminded her of that and then before all that so I'm jumping back and forth because there's so much going on so the wife pulls off her to side and basically tells her we need to get you pregnant and if the commander is probably sterile so we need to find someone else so we can trust and she's and offers like no we can't do that and basically admits that they do that a lot because they every all the wives basically know that the commanders are sterile right. they just can't have kids so they get nick the driver to you know offer his 
services, services. up. So Serena, the wife, uh, her name's Serena Joy, she takes Alfred to Nick's, Nick's room and they awkwardly do it because Serena's in there not watching, but she's in the same room. So they just do it and that's it. Um, and it's really sad because Alfred kind of just has to go lay down in the bed and do it. And at the end of the episode, she regains... I, it was her, like, regaining her body back. She went to Nick, and she initiated everything, and they had, like, passionate sex and all that. Yeah. Um, but Nick admitted that he's an I. Like, he's part of the government, but I don't know if he was just saying that, or is it real? Like, or is he really? Yeah. yeah. And so, it's just... It's like planting seeds of doubt now because she saw a gun in his room. Well, what does that mean? I don't know. Off Glenn came back. Um, or she's now of Steven now. And she... I don't, they kind of flubbed her character. They did so good. They kept her alive only to screw her over in this episode because she uh, steals a car and she doesn't escape. She just drives in a circle. And I guess, you know, it is... She's never really going to escape because they're going to catch her one way or another. Uh, she kills an eye. She runs him over. And then they just kind of take her away in the van and that's it. Like, that was it. That was it? That was it. And I'm like, why'd you keep her alive? Anticlimactic. Yeah. And- Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy. So let's talk about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. Visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. And and they showed another dynamic um, where the, the new off-blend basically told Alfred, don't fuck this up for me because I have a place to sleep and the people are really nice to me and I'm no longer a drug addict kind of thing so they they're showing like how some women for them this is a life-saving thing and so it's like you don't mess this up for me because i'm finally like in a good position in my life and offered's trying to you know fight it and everything so it's very interesting sorry (laughs) that was my phone um it's very interesting that they show that dynamic and they also showed of steven's the wife in that family, she actually cares about her because she said, I think I'm getting sick, so maybe we should postpone the ceremony. And uh, uh, Stephen is like, you can't be sick every every month, you know? Yeah. And and she's, she kind of was like, like, just sad for her that they have to go through that. And it's like, oh, like, so there are some people out there in this world that's that that are feel, decent. Yeah, decent. <laughs> I mean, they're still doing something bad, but at least, you know... You get the sense that they care a little bit more. Uh, so that was The Handmaid's Tale. That's a lot. I know. There's so much going on. But, you know, I'll save I'll save you guys the, the problem with American Gods because I still don't get that show. So I'll <laughs> save you guys because I'm not going to talk about it that much. I honestly don't know what happened in this She episode. watched it, but she doesn't get it. I really don't. There was a cow that got hit over the head with a hammer by this one god. And then they showed... Villaquest, the goddess of love, 
devouring more people through her vajayjay. And then they showed Shadow Moon showing up to his home and basically packing everything up. And uh, there there was a scene where he avoided uh, he avoided packing up her stuff for the longest time and then he finally did and he opened her phone and you know I think we all hoped that maybe what he had heard was a lie that maybe she wasn't cheating on him but then he went through her text messages and saw the evidence and uh, so yeah that's all I remember I honestly can't tell you what else happened like that's it <laughs> and then we went to go see actually everything everything everything, everything. And yeah we got to see an advanced screening of it and I actually, I thought it was a really cute movie. It improved a lot on the books, on the book, um, but it still could have done better. And I think yeah. that's how you felt, too, because it could have done a it little was, bit more. It's one of those, like, meh movies, like, yeah, I saw it, yeah, it was okay, do I think I would pay to see it? Probably not. Mm-hmm. Do I think I would, like, watch it at home? Maybe, like, once in the rest of my lifetime. It was okay. Like, it was one of those, like, meh, I saw it, I'm good. Yeah. Type things. I liked it. I don't know. I'm just a sucker for all the cheesy, like, love and all that. It was was really cute in parts. But I just feel like overall, it just, it was missing something, like, points in the story or something. And that was the book, though. And yeah. I, they probably should have fixed that, but I, I think they did the best they could with the material mm-hmm. they had. So, but yes, I did feel like the book left me wanting more, and there were a lot of missing pieces. Yeah. So, uh... Like, lots of plot holes. A lot of plot holes. But it was lot. still, it was an okay movie. Like, if you can go see it, I would probably go it's see cute. it. But it's cute. They had good yeah. chemistry. They did. Mm-hmm. It was cute. Mm-hmm. Little ruse all grown up. Oh my god, it's so adorable. So, and I, I was like, through the throughout the movie, I was like, oh, I'm not gonna cry. I'm not gonna cry. I got this. And then the last twenty minutes, I'm like, crap, I'm crying. No, I was the rock. I yes, was all you were good. the rock. I was the rock in the relationship. No tears. Yeah, but <laughs> it might just be because I'm heartless. But well, you're uh. not that heartless. <laughs> I mean, what's the last movie you cried in? Seriously? Seriously. <laughs> Fantastic Beasts. Really? Oh, that was just this week. Huh? Just You're not because heartless. I was so emotionally overwhelmed by that movie. Okay. Well, I guess I don't okay. have that on my list. I watched Fantastic Beasts. Yeah, yeah. So talk about good. that. Okay. It was good. It was cute. Um, definitely not on the same like grand scale as the other Harry Potter movies, but at the same time, this doesn't have the same amount of source material. Because um, Fantastic Beasts is just like published version of what the book would be in the magical world. So, like, there is oh, a, that's right. there is is a, a Newt Scamander, mm-hmm. but it's not, like, a story of Newt Scamander. Gotcha. It's a best, it's a bestiary written by Newt Scamander. So, it was, like, I think they did a good job with it, um, you know, not having the full, like, a full written out story from JK. Um, JK. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was good. It was fun to see magic in America, and it's fun to see, like, the American twist on the whole thing. Like, muggles or nomadges, and... I don't like that word. I don't, I'm sorry. I think they could have been a little bit more creative than that. It doesn't roll off the tongue, like, muggle. muggle. But at the same, thing, at same time, you have to think that Americans are very straightforward, too. So, like, what would you... 
if you're a very straightforward person and the person doesn't have magical abilities, what are you going to call them? A non-magic person. Right. <laughs> a no match. And so the, all the critters that were in the movie were really cute, too. Like, the, the Niffler was really cute. He's the one that likes all the shiny things. Um, and watching them trying to catch it after he escaped was super cute. Um, it was just, it, they had, like, little things that called back to the Harry Potter movies. They had little um, hints of the music here and there. Mm-hmm. But it was all original music. Okay. Uh, little like things that. like, to unlock a door, they did Alohomora. They did obliviate to white people's memories. It was just cool. I really like Eddie Remain. Redman. Remain. 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 Redman. However you say his name. He was really good. Redman. Yeah. He's super cute. Like, like adorable. Like, I want to pinch his cheeks cute. I like him a lot. I, I do too. He was really yeah. good in The Other Danish Girl. Or no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I just totally mixed up The Other Bullen Girl and The, the Danish, Danish Girl. girl. <laughs> Just kidding. Just Danish He girl. was really good in The Danish Girl. He was. He was. I really enjoyed him. I like that. him as an actor. I do. So I'm looking forward to the next one. Um, this one was good because I feel like it had a good mix of actors, like, unknown and known. Because mm-hmm. you had Colin Farrell. Mm-hmm. Um, Johnny Depp makes mm-hmm. an appearance in it. And Newt. Um, the next one is supposed to have Jude Law. Jude Law. Jude yes, Law. Yes. Yes, as Dumbledore. And, um... They have the guy who plays the Flash in the Justice League movies, right? Yes. Yeah. How did you like him in that? I... He was good as the character, and Mm -hmm. he played it really well. Mm -hmm. I just don't think, in general, I like him. Okay. So he fit the part really well. Yeah, I'm not saying he did a bad job, but I just... Eh, he's just not my cup of tea. Like, I don't... <laughs> this is gonna sound so horrible and so vain. He's just not pleasant to look at for me. Something about his face. I'm just like, mm. <laughs> I like you, but just not your face. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it is. Like, him as the Flash, he I looks kinda... like he's gonna be an okay Barry Allen. But at the same time, I just... I don't like his face. Oh, that's so horrible mm. of me to say, but just when I, I see him kinda in the like commercials. That. Wait, I need to look at his face again, and then I'll make my judgment. Yeah, it's just, he's okay, but, but I, I, I don't you know. You don't like his face. That's okay. That's okay. That's so we mean. Don't, that no, sounds so no. horrible. No. One horrible You're thing. so no. vain. <laughs> so that's what we watched. Yes. Everything. Oh, I watched Doctor Strange last night. How was that? It holds up well. Yeah. 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 You haven't watched it yet? No. Okay. Well, <laughs> gotta watch it. Mm. Just watch it just so you know. You, you kind of have to watch it. It's a Marvel movie. Yeah, I know. So. Eric and I need to sit down and watch it. Yes. Um, You might. Hey, you might like it. Yeah, I might. Rachel McAdams is pretty good. Even though they grossly underuse her. But that's okay. I really like Rachel McAdams. You don't like her? I like her. Oh, you like her. Okay, all right. You'll like her. Beauty mark thing. I know. I just love her. Like, I want her to have a bigger movie career, but um, it's like she's okay with. Because I think I think I read somewhere where she's not wanting to be the huge movie star. Yeah. She does all these great movies, and she's great. She's amazing. Anyways, okay, so news time, discussion, news news. News and discussion. Okay, So. so. Uh, first thing, (laughs) uh, was more information about the Marvel's Inhumans television show came out. 
Um, Marvel's Inhumans was originally supposed to be a movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but they ended up cutting it. I remember that. So now it's a television show. <laughs> and... Your notes are hilarious. They released two bits of information, so they released some promo pictures, and they also released the teaser trailer, and I am not What's up with, with that? either of them. Like, I don't get so... it, and... I don't get a lot of things, apparently. <laughs> well, so, the, the promo pictures, I don't know. Like, if you look at them, I'm going to see if I have the article still up. It but looks it's just, weird. It looks cheesy. That was, like, my main note. I don't really know what else to say about it. Like, it doesn't... I don't... I just... It looks awkward. Like, Medusa's hair... So, Medusa is the queen of the Inhumans. Um, she's, I think, Black Bolt's bride but i don't know something about her hair and and the costumes and the face they just don't hers is the one that bothers me the most yeah that's the one that stands out the most and it just i i i I feel you on that too something that like the hair i don't know her hair really bothers me granted medusa is supposed to be like her name implies she's got like her hair (coughs) is her superpower but I don't know, just something about this picture for me seems unsettling and cheesy and awkward. To be honest, when I first saw that picture, I thought it was a, um, a animation. Or cosplay. There we go. I just not didn't that, think it was not, a real person because yeah. the features are just so sharp, exaggerated. I don't, I don't even know the word. It just, I, yeah. I only see her and I don't. And I'm, I'm understand. not. I'm not like knocking cosplay no, at no. all, but it's just for some characters that have very. Um, I don't want to say unachievable, but like things that aren't believable, like Medusa's crazy hair. You you know do a wig, you wear it a certain way. I don't know. I don't know much about cosplay, so I really need to just retract this whole statement. I think, but no. Well, it's just just something about. It looks cheap. It looks cheap. That's what it looks like. Now that you zoomed in, it looks cheap. The other characters, like They're Black okay. Bolt's uniform, looks okay. Like, is it that, looks like Black Bolt. Is that Ramsey Bolton? Yes. Oh, He's going to be playing Black Bolt's brother, who's the villain. Okay. Hi, Ramsey. Surprise, surprise. Oh, my God. Well, one of the villains. Um, and <laughs> He can only play a villain. He can never play a nice guy. Yeah. So his, his character's name is Maximus. Um, I just... I'm I'm not, I'm not that interested in it, but it's going to be, uh, a TV show, a la Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., so it's in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but it's not in the movies. It's going to be the TV show. Never watched Agents of of S.H.I.E.L.D., but I guess these two shows are going to cross paths, potentially, is what they're talking about. Um, something else, too, is that this was not filmed like a television series. It was actually filmed in IMAX. So they're going to be higher quality than your average television show. I think it's going to be on ABC was what I believe. Um, but they're also going to be screening the first two episodes in theaters. Uh, they also released the teaser trailer in addition to the promo images. And it wasn't that interesting. It didn't tease really anything for me. It didn't make, draw my interest. 
like the Wonder Woman teasers and like the Defenders teasers, I feel like really captured my interest. In yeah, me. this one was yeah. meh. Maybe because I was more emotionally invested in the characters already. No, because if it's a good teaser trailer, it's a good teaser trailer. I mean, the yeah. Dark Tower got us. That's and we true. didn't know anything about we, it. Yeah. So no, if if it's if it's good content, it will grab your audience. This yeah. from the from the picture, it didn't grab me. No. I wanted to laugh. It, Sorry, yeah. Marvel. It. I feel like if people are fans of the Inhumans comic books, they're probably from this image. What I can gather is that people would probably be disappointed. I haven't seen any reaction posts to it. Or yeah, anything. I didn't read the comments. Maybe I should go back and read the comments. I haven't read the comments, but this article that I posted was on Entertainment Weekly, and it does have an interview with the creators. We'll I think put it's it in the, the show notes. We'll put it in the notes, but I just I don't. <laughs> I, we just, don't get it. <laughs> not um, <laughs> okay. So here well, it's going to premiere the first two episodes in IMAX for a two week period, beginning on September first. And then ABC is going to air the entirety of the series this fall with Ugh. exclusive content that can only be seen on the network. Whatever. Can Game of Thrones release the last two episodes of season <laughs> six in theaters? Because I need to go see that in theaters. Please. I just, I Sorry. don't know. <laughs> I just am not, I'm kind of disappointed. I think this is the first, um, I, I feel like I'm generally, besides Doctor Strange, I'm generally excited for the Marvel cinematic items that are yeah. coming out and this yeah. one I'm just it I'm not that interested They're like nope <laughs> like the inhumans I believe have a really interesting story I've never read their comics but I know that they're very popular and I would love to be stoked to go see something but this just isn't it let's hope that they ramp it up and grab our attention I hope so yeah cuz first impressions are not so <sighs> not so good yeah a lot of work to do marvel well on a higher note, we have a couple <laughs> birthdays. A um, couple that I wanted to note. Iron Man has turned nine. The movie? Iron Man, the first Iron Man Stop. movie. Turned nine years oh old God. as of the second. Happy birthday, Iron Man. Happy birthday, Tony. Happy birthday. And then uh, The Mummy. <laughs> uh, the one with Brendan Fraser, the first one, is 18 <sighs> as of the 7th. The only mummy movie that will be the best mummy movie ever. Uh, Tom Cruise's mummy movie can... Um, we're, we're just going to wait on that. Yeah. But the mummy movie is the only, the one and only. Ride or die. <laughs> ride or ride die or with die. Brendan Fraser. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one more birthday. I'm okay, and that movie, up. I will ride or die for him. I will too. I love that movie. Mm. Um. So, and then I have one more that's not in our notes here, but... Um, my favorite movie of all time... Captain America. No. No. Uh, my favorite movie of all time turned 16 years old, as of today. Oh! Um, A Knight's Tale. Yeah. A Knight's Tale. Spoiler alert! And, dude, it is cheesy. It probably... I haven't checked the reviews in a really long time, but, um, I don't think it was ever really up there for people, but it's, like, whatever about this movie really struck a chord with me. It's my favorite movie. I could watch it forever and ever and ever. Um, it has Heath Ledger in it. Mm. And he plays... I don't need to go into too much detail, but he's um, a squire for a knight, and the knight ends up passing away, and he decides to take the place of the knight. Um, but he takes on a new name and a new persona so people don't know who he is. 
and he ends up living this lie, and he becomes this really famous jouster, and he's really good in tournaments, and he's winning all these tournaments, and he's winning all this fame, and he ends up falling in love with this princess, and everything, and then it all kind of comes crashing down at one point. Mm. Um, but it's, it's, I like movies and shows and stuff that have a juxtaposition, like, Cowboy Bebop's my favorite anime, and that's the juxtaposition of jazz and space mm-hmm. stuff. And uh, Samurai Champloo, same thing there. Um, so this kind of has the juxtaposition of the Renaissance feel, which is, dude, Renaissance movies and medieval time periods are my shit. <laughs> I love that shit. Um, so it's that, and it's got, it's paired with, like, David Bowie and all kinds of, like, ACDC and Queen music. So I love that music, and I love that time period, and they squished it all together in this movie, and I can't believe it's 16 years old. God, it's 16. I only watched it once. (sighs) I've only seen it once. I liked it, but I've only seen it once. (laughs) All of my friends, at some point or another, were at my house watching A Knight's Tale when I was growing up. It's a good movie. I mean, Heath Ledger. Heath Rest in peace. Honestly, that's probably my favorite role for Heath Ledger. Yeah, yeah. That was a good role for him. Yeah. Yeah. 16 years old! My God! Um, have a look... Not really Uh. Marvel news, I guess. Sort of, kind of. I don't know. Um, Chris Pine was on SNL, and he did his monologue to introduce himself, and he made the point of going... I have a new movie coming out. And everybody's like, yeah. And he goes, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy. And everybody's like, yeah. And he looked at him and he's like, I'm not Chris Pratt. I am Chris Pine. See, you have this issue. And he, his whole monologue was about how people confuse all the Chris's. It's a lot of Chris's, though. He brought out this huge banner with all of their faces printed oh on it God. with their names over their heads. So I it was like, that. it said Evans under over Chris Evans. Hemsworth over Chris Hemsworth, and then him at the end, Pine over Chris Pine, Pine, and Pratt was in the middle there, too. And then he was like, help me out here, and he got some of the SNL people to come up, and he's like, you know, tell them who I am, tell them who I am. And one lady was like, oh, yeah, Captain America. And he's like, no, I'm not Captain America. And she goes, whatever, take a selfie. And they took a selfie, and she goes, thanks, Thor. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I'm not Thor. So then he breaks into song and dance, and it's to the tune of Uptown Girl. Oh, my God, I love him. who he is. And he's like, I'm not that Chris. And he sings this whole song to Uptown Girl about how people mix him and the other Chris's up. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy. So let's talk about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. Visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. He's just so underrated. And in the He's end, great. there's a big metallic banner that comes down that says Chris Pine. Oh. <laughs> just Show remind him. Remind um, everyone. Chris Pine. Yeah. Chris Pine. Chris Pine. So I thought it was really funny. It's like a five-minute video. It's totally worth the watch. He needs to be in a Marvel movie. He does. He's in DC. Yeah. Yeah, he's DC, but he needs to do Marvel. Yeah. Just so, like, all of the Chris's 
are in, in Marvel. Marvel. <laughs> like, yeah. come on, Disney. They can find it. a role for him. They totally can. Can can they just figure it out? I they also they, they also poked fun at how Marvel, all of their male superheroes are white. Mm. They poked a little bit of fun mm. at it. Mm. Um, and they actually poked a little bit of fun at how they do all look very similar. They do. So well, it was it was mm. good. It's worth it. Okay, uh, it's I'm going to watch, watch it. So, I'll put that in the show notes. Oh, depressing news now. Oh my god. <laughs> Are they going to have a roller coaster here? Seriously. Someone didn't plan this agenda correctly. Me. <laughs> Downer. Debbie Downer over Debbie here. Debbie Downer. Yeah. Um, well, you know, 13 Reasons Why is coming back for season two. I guess it's not that depressing. Yeah. I don't know. It's just going to focus on the aftermath of Hannah's suicide and the trial because the parents are suing the school and everything and they subpoenaed all the children children teenagers <laughs> they're still children they're children with tattoos Youngins. um children with tattoos they had a bunch of tattoos like all almost all of them had like a mad amount of tattoos are these kids over 18 i don't know i'm but... gonna risk sounding like a grandma no here. yeah because i was like wait you guys are in high school how do you guys have already 20 tattoos i didn't know anybody your... in high school that had tattoos unless they gave them to themselves right <laughs> right now these guys had elaborate tattoos oh. like neck tattoos chest arms, well that would have ruined it for me because you can't it's not take it real life. I know, I know. But so it's coming back. Uh, they did mention that there's going to be a whole new narrator. Uh, so we'll see what happens with it. I'm not like I did want a second season, but now that I think about it, maybe I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I keep seeing mixed things pop up on Facebook. Like some people really hated it. Yeah, and like they hated the way that it drew attention to suicides and and not not that it drew attention but it drew no, it the did. wrong type of attention um and that it wasn't really an accurate representation of what people go through so i've seen mixed things on facebook cuz i have people going oh my god yeah this series is so good and then i have other people that are like no it's really horrible it's not it's not accurate at all. It, you know, and, yeah, and I read a lot of articles about it, too, in that sense that, like, you know, the whole show, she's basically telling people that this is what you did to lead me down the road, and it's like, hmm, there's more. Yeah. There, there, there's more. You don't, you know, there's so much more that goes into the psyche of someone who is that depressed, willing enough to do that, and... They, I wish they would have explored it a little bit more. Um, you know, it is, you know, they did all this stuff, but in the, they've depicted it, so you wouldn't want to do that yourself. But right. it's just, it, it could have gone a little bit deeper because now everyone's going to think, oh, well, you know, I'm going through, um, not that I'm bringing down anything that happened in that show because everything that happened was terrible for anyone to happen. But people who are very sus- sus- susceptible, susceptible, to those kind of thoughts are just going to immediately jump to that because they watch that show. Like, they're going to, oh. I could see that. Oh, I'm having a bad week. 13 reasons why. Yeah, like, and I'm not breaking down, I'm not trying to insult anyone, it's just like, at that age, we are so impressionable that we, yeah, we hear one thing and then we're like, oh, well, if they can do it, we can do it too kind of thing. I don't know. Yeah. And so, yeah, that is a, I see the, the good and the bad. I think it is a great way to bring uh, attention to it and that, you know, your child, your teenager isn't just being dramatic, 
there could be a lot of shit going on because cyberbullying sucks in this yeah. day and age. Especially so now. Like take a take a note and look and see what's going on. Yeah, like, like especially now. Mm-hmm. This day yeah. and age. And I really wish they would have depicted social media in this because that one video they released after the um, the show had come out and stuff, that was traumatizing. And it was only two minutes of like what Hannah would have received when she was alive and getting all the stuff from these guys. It's like, imagine getting that like, for a month straight. Like, no one wants to deal with that. No. So, yeah, um, there's good and bad, so we'll see what happens. We'll see how they handle it. I don't know. Obviously, they won't use the tape thing again because, you know, they already can, they can only do it once. Yeah. <laughs> so, we'll see. So, back to you. <laughs> uh, more upbeat news. Yeah. We have a little Disney, Disney news, and I'm actually pretty stoked on it. They announced that Ewan McGregor is going to be cast as Christopher Robin in the Winnie the Pooh movie. And at first I read that headline and I was like, um, what? And then I read the article and it made more sense. Um, Ewan McGregor is going to play a grown-up Christopher Robin that's lost his sense of imagination and it's up to, like, Pooh and Piglet and Tigler... Tigler. (laughs) Pooh and Piglet and Tigger. (laughs) Tigler sounds like... Some kind of horrible sex toy. Robin that's lost his ima- like lost his sense of imagination and it's up to Pooh and Piglet and Tigger and Owl and all of their friends to come back and bring that sense of imagination back to him. Um, this article listed a couple other things like they have a director, they have the person that's penning the script. Oh my god. Um, but there's not really Yeah, there's not much in. other information about it. But I'd be interested in seeing this because the Disney movies that have come along so far, like Beauty and the Beast, it is the verbatim, not verbatim, pretty close to verbatim, animated movie. Just kind of regurgitated. Um, This seems like it's going to be a little bit different take on it since Christopher Robin is going to be grown up. Just feel like it's a little too much. (sighs) I mean, I'm going to be interested in seeing it. Um, I have to see a trailer. Yeah. I have to see a trailer. I, I can't imagine it in my head. I really like Ewan McGregor, and this article brought up how it's been, a, like, a resurgence of him recently because he had T2 come out. He, not Terminator 2, but, um, Trainspotting 2. <laughs> and yeah, like T2, but... He, um, he was in Beauty and the Beast. He was Lumiere. I really like me some Ewan McGregor movies. Moulin Rouge. Mm. Mm. Can we have an Obi-Wan Kenobi solo movie? Please. Have Please. you seen? <laughs> you will appreciate this. Have you seen the picture of <laughs> the chick? Is like my grandma bought this picture of Jesus at a garage sale, but I can't. I don't have the heart to tell her it's not Jesus. And it's oh, a picture it's of Obi Wan Kenobi. Oh, I think I've seen that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know, I love that look on him, so I, I do have too. No, mm, but I, him, mm. Moulin Rouge with, like, the black, the jet oh, black hair. I love him in that, too. I love that movie. That, 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 I felt the pain he was feeling. Like, it 
Breakfast it's a heart. good movie. It's such a good movie. A lot movie. of people don't like Baz Luhrmann movies, but I really like And Baz they're Luhrmann wrong. Movies. I'm sorry, but they're just wrong. Cause My m- parents didn't care for Moulin Rouge. But Moulin Rouge is such a good movie. Like, the soundtrack is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite scene in that entire movie is um, the tango of Roxanne. Yes. Oh, I just, oh, I just, I, I can't handle it. I can't even. It's just so yes. great. And that Nicole is one Kidman. of my favorite scenes. Yes. In that movie. Oh. <laughs> so. In the name of love. Oh. One night. Ugh. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Anyways. Any, no more Ewan Winnie McGregor, the but Ewan McGregor is the sweet. shit. The shit. Okay. Yeah, he's the shit. <laughs> so, um, well, again, Debbie Donner. Uh, Good lord. <laughs> I know. I'm terrible at this. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, the Handmaid's Tale is also coming back for season two. Woo-hoo. Woohoo. So, obviously, we have never made it this far because the book was, there was only one book. Yeah. Um, they did tease that it, Possibly, Alfred will be pregnant. Okay. Um, but this kind of is weird because the ending of... I don't know how they're going to handle the ending now. We'll wait and see. Out. I yeah. won't spoil it for everyone. But yeah, so it comes back comes back in 2018. So, woohoo! Whoop, whoop. Uh, now, we're <laughs> on to Anna's favorite topic, Fast and the Furious. This is a long-running joke. We cannot escape it. I found... <laughs> 18 of the best Fast and the Furious inspired memes, and we'll post the link in the show notes, but this was the only way that I could poke fun at this stupid movie franchise. I'm sorry. And these are amazing. (laughs) These are amazing. These are absolutely. I was reading at this when you sent this, um, when I found this, (laughs) when you put this on the agenda at work. Dying, like oh, I there's could... one with a bunch of sloths that it says too slow, too curious. Oh, we should tweet that to Kristen Bell. I'm, I'm sure she'll oh, appreciate that. She would appreciate that. <laughs> Sorry, just it's so good. These are hilarious. If you like the series, you're gonna love these memes. Yeah, we have to post these because these are really funny. They're hilarious. So <laughs> we have to be for real. Sorry. Oh, there's one of Vin Diesel on a Barbie bike, and it says "Ride or Die." I like Ride that or one. Die. That one's that's the best one. Oh God. Okay, so uh, we'll post that in the notes. I just thought it was really funny. I thought it was worth a good laugh. And I hate Fast and the Furious, so this was the only way that I could poke fun at it by posting these memes. Yay! <laughs> Tiny clap. Yay! <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> they released the final trailer for Wonder Woman. Oh my god. It was yes. called Rise of the Warrior was the theme of it. Um, it did reuse footage from some of the other mm-hmm. trailers, but I think all the trailers that we've seen now have been recycled footage, mm. which is, I mean, kind of be, to be expected. They don't want to give too much away. You know, I do commend them for that, because yeah. I'm not going in knowing the whole movie from the trailer. I feel like they've rehashed it in a decent way where it doesn't necessarily feel like the same footage. Mm-hmm. Um, and the music that they're setting to these trailers is great. So I, this one was really good. Like, this one legitimately got me really stoked in. Not that I needed to be any more stoked. I am so excited. uh, And it had a little bit of new footage in it. 
but the way it was done was so good. I'm Gal Gadot, like, she, Gal Gadot, like, I'm so excited. She looks so good in this role. Anna's just nodding. But, and she looks so <laughs> good in this role. I'll save my judgment until after the movie. <laughs> you say that till Wonder Woman's face. I am. I'll save my judgment until after the movie. She's talking to my pop. I did. I, I talked got. to the pop. Um, no, I thought, and I liked it. I'm excited. I'm really excited. Did you know that the Wonder Woman theme, they're not going to use it in this movie? The Wonder Woman. No. The the one they used from Batman, the one that they created for Batman versus Superman. Oh no. Um, because she hasn't basically, she hasn't earned it yet. This is her origin story. She needs to get there. First. She needs to earn. She needs her to earn her theme, theme song. I'm just, I, I, that's the way I'm phrasing it. But uh, yeah, like so, because it's her origin film, she that that music is for the you no know, more for Wonder Woman, Wonder established Woman, established Wonder Justice Woman. League, getting there. So this is. Baby Wonder Woman, so she she gets a new theme. I, or I don't know if they're gonna do any theme, but yeah. So that that music is being saved for now. Wonder Woman, more mature Wonder Woman, yeah, more experienced Wonder Woman. So. I like the music that they've had in these trailers. Yeah, um, they've, done a, they've done a good job. The the theme, whatever it is that they've been playing, get kind of gets me pumped. Yeah. It's the, the heavy drums. I just want to fight someone. Like, just like come on. Come <laughs> on. So, so, so <laughs> Wonder Woman. <laughs> I feel like that's, like, my theme song. So, like, when I'm, like, in a Mad Max, like, world, and no, I have, like... you have like, to have Mad Max music if you're well, yeah, in a Mad Max But if I'm movie. going off to war, and I have the whole squad with me, that's the song they're gonna play when we're leaving. <laughs> okay. We're leaving the lair and stuff. Okay. That's what they're gonna play. So, watch out, people. <laughs> Anna's on a rampage. I, um, uh, oh, and another trailer was released. Um, yes! Defenders! Yes. Oh my god! Wow, I'm excited and I don't even know what the hell's happening! Yes! yes. And I watched it with no sound on. No! I know! I'm terrible. I'm terrible. I was at work! So They're called headphones! Well, I thought about that too late, but anyways, okay. I'm so excited. With the sound, so much better. Mm. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Matt Murdock was in this trailer. Mm. I'm having mm-hmm. a meltdown right now mm. because I love him so much. And, like, it, you, it... I didn't know you loved him so much. <laughs> it throws them all together, and you see it, and you see that they might not necessarily get along at first. Like, there's a part with Luke Cage and, um, I keep wanting to call him Finn Jones. <laughs> Luke Cage and Danny Rand, and they're in the same room, and Claire, the nurse, is trying to bring them together. She's mm-hmm. like, no, you guys are on the same side. Like, because it shows them fighting at first, and then they end up in this yeah. dojo, and she's like, no, really, you guys should work together. And then there's another scene where uh, Jessica Jones is behind bars, and she's being interrogated by Misty Knight, so you can see how all of the pieces are really getting intertwined, which I'm stoked on. Um, they're bringing in characters from every show. Yeah. That's really um, cool. So Misty is interrogating Jessica Jones, and Jessica Jones was kind of running her mouth, and Matt Murdock walks in and tells her to shut up, which we all kind of have always wanted to do. Um, and she goes, who are you? And he goes, I'm your lawyer. Oh, hello. Leave it to Matt Murdock and his little rose-colored glasses. Um, I'm so stoked. This, I showed it to my fiancé, and he doesn't, he's like okay on superhero movies, like, oh yeah, that looks good. No, he was like, oh my god, 
this looks amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm so mm-hmm. excited. And mm-hmm. he doesn't get excited about this stuff. Mm-hmm. So I... <gasps> more Daredevil. And Jones looked really hot in that trailer. Can I just say that? Because I was like, You need to boy. watch the okay. rest of Iron Fist. He I cleans do. up in the show. Okay. All right. I and did, full disclosure, watched a little bit of Iron Fist with my mom. So... He has this Spoiler badass alert. chest tattoo, too. Mm. And, yeah. <laughs> but Danny Rand is always, like, this kind of sort of goofy, like... He... When I watched that episode, I was like, what kind of... What, what shoes is he wearing? Because he was wearing, like, tennis shoes or something. Yeah, like... And I'm like, that's... No. <laughs> well, he... Most of it, he was barefoot. <laughs> ah, well, that, maybe that's why he was wearing those dorky tennis shoes, so... But, yes. Yes, yes, yes. So, I'm... I'm very... We are very, excited! Very, 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 very stoked. Okay. Take okay. it. Take it away. Taking it away. A little bit of video game news. Um, a man found the source code disc for the original StarCraft in a box of something labeled Blizzard stuff that he bought off eBay. I love this. This is how great stories start. How lucky is this dude? Like, <clears throat> I, this disc has been missing. Um, Blizzard, I guess, has posted that it's missing like like it's been missing since starcraft like starcraft is ages old and this guy just found this someone just had this hanging out and he found it so he posted it on reddit going is this what i think it is is this the missing gold disc and people really started heckling him there were people going oh screw you dude you need to return it but they weren't doing it in the right way Mm -hmm. (laughs) obviously screw you um but they were heckling him to post the, the code online, like, download it, post it. Um, there were people offering to pay for it. There were people that were telling him to return it, people that were telling him to keep it. And he posted, he's like, dude, I just, I don't mean to be rude to anybody. He goes, but I'm just really conflicted on what to do with mm-hmm. this. Well, Blizzard caught wind that he had it. And Blizzard reached out to him, and he consulted a lawyer, but after consulting his lawyer, he decided to return the, the disc to Blizzard, and they're, like, eternally grateful. So this dude, um, they hooked him up, basically. Yeah. They gave him a copy of Overwatch, they gave him $250 in Blizzard store credit, they gave him an all-expenses-paid trip to BlizzCon, which is super cool. That's awesome. Um, they also are paying for a night out with drinks and everything included, um, he also got more stuff, but this was all at the. the and this is what listed. Blizzard offered him, or this is what he asked for. This, no, this is what Blizzard gave Damn. him in return. Um, I don't know if they had offered him like monetary, or if they had just reached out to him to try to get it back. Yeah. I'm sure they did offer him something, but this is what they did end up giving him when he returned it. Um, but I just thought that was really cool because it's like this, like the fabled lost gold compact disc that nobody could find. Probably was sitting in someone's garage. Mm-hmm. How ridiculous! Mm-hmm. And this guy I love was these just kind of stories. Yeah, I always want to run into stuff like that. God damn it! Yeah, and good <laughs> on this guy for returning it. Yeah, like, that's really nice. He could have kept it. He could have posted it, but he returned it, which I think is really cool. Um, had I been in his shoes, I probably would have done the same. Yeah, I want an all expense paid trip to BlizzCon. I want to go to BlizzCon. I would ask for a job. Be like, you're giving me a job at Blizzard. Hire me. Please. PR department. Yes. I got you. <laughs> I, I love Blizzard stuff, so. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, Alright, well, I mean, sort of kind of a little bit of video game news. Yeah, Gears of, the Gears of War movie found a screenwriter. 
Um, so Universal is going to uh, make this movie. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about it because I don't think you can make a Gears of War movie. It's so over the top. Eh, Universal's kind of good at doing over the top stuff. True, true. But how, who? Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy. So let's talk about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. Visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. How are you going to find guys that are that huge? Like, yeah, obviously. The Rock? Like yeah, The Rock. <laughs> Fine. Okay, The Rock can do anything, so I will be okay with that. Um, it's like trying to find people to fit those over-the-top characters like Gaston, and they can kind of go a little bit of the distance. They could, um, but this is going to be a whole new story with new characters, mm. so this is going to be like the video game, like it's going to be in the world of Gears of War, but it's not going to be a video game like it's not going to be, um, the main character's name is Marcus, Marcus, right? no, Marcus Phoenix. They're probably going to name drop him or something like probably. that. Um, so I, I think the direct, uh, the people that are handling the movie are talking about how, you know, you usually get disappointed because you're expecting the video game in a movie right. form and this is just going to be in the world. And I'm like, okay, Assassin's Creed did that. And I'm still like, I, I like the movie for what it was. I still, I'm not sure how I felt about how they twisted the lore. Yeah. But, you know, the screenwriter, he co-wrote Arm- Armageddon, um, he did Alien vs. Predator, and he's currently writing all the Avatar sequels. So he must be good! <laughs> I mean, I like um, Alien vs. Predator. I like that movie a lot! <laughs> I don't know if we need any more Avatars, but that's just me. Well, we're getting four Avatars, so, you know, we're just gonna take it! Why do they keep doing this to me? I know. So, we'll see what happens. I'm excited to see this movie a little bit. Yeah. Like, I don't know how I feel about it, but I'm still excited. I actually really, really like the Gears of War, War Gears of War world. Like, the lore, everything. I thought the second game was the best one, and because uh, they expanded a lot in the story, and I cried in the video game. It was really emotional, okay? That's how emotionally attached I was. I do get emotionally attached very easily. Hey, I cried during Dragon Age, and I cried during Mass Effect. So see, there we go. So, no shame. Hashtag no shame. So we'll see. Um, it's still, you know, in production. We don't know if it's even going to get made kind of thing. So it's just a waiting game. And it's, <laughs> This has been in talks for a while. Yeah. And uh, we'll just going to have... Kind of like the damn Gambit movie. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're going to be waiting a long time if if we get something. So we'll see. Give me Gambit first. Oh, my God. It's all me after this. <laughs> Your mouth is going to get dry. Go. Yeah. All right. So HBO is developing four spinoffs. Um, 
based in Game of Thrones. What? They didn't release anything on what they're doing. They're just doing four different ideas just... from four different writers. It could be a sequel. It could be a prequel. We don't know. We'll find out. Uh, and the showrunners, they initially had said that they were not going to be any part of it, but now they're going to be executive producers. So we'll see. No other details have been released. <clears throat> I do want a prequel. I want to know who Rhaegar Targaryen is. That would be nice. I would love to have that. I would be okay with that. I would be okay with that. I'm the the. I think the word spinoff scares me. It does, but there's so much that that hasn't been explained. Like that's true. Why magic left West West Westeros? Why? How the wall was built? Right. What? You know, and then they, you know, they teased the the children and how they created the White Walkers. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe we can get a little bit more of that. So, there's a lot they can work on. Um, they have a lot of material that George R.R. R. Martin probably has in, like, a room somewhere. <laughs> so, we'll, we'll have to wait and see on it if they even develop any of these. I mean, four maybe. spinoffs, maybe one will, one good spinoff will come out of it. Maybe none. Maybe this is the end of Game of Thrones. <laughs> Ow. Yeah, I'm like kind of on the fence. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. There, I guess there's not much information to really draw an opinion. Exactly. On. So it's like it's kind of scary because we don't know what four ideas they're developing. <laughs> yeah, and that word spinoff. Spinoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what other shows have had spinoffs? Let's see. Vampire Diaries did the originals. Pretty Little Liars tried to do Ravenwood. Um, Friends did that horrible Joey comeback Joey show. show. Uh, Breaking Bad did Better... Better Call Saul, but Saul. that one's actually decent. That's a good one right there. Uh, what else? I feel like um, there's been more... No, maybe not. Maybe not. Uh, like, Minions, too. Oh, the spinoffs from... Yeah, I don't know. It's and just... I think the minions only work with Despicable Me. With Gru, Me. yeah. Mm-hmm. With Gru, so... I don't know. It's like... Ah, I don't I don't know. Shrug. Yeah. <laughs> it's a shrug. Definite shrug. <laughs> uh, and then Assassin's Creed Origin. There was an image that leaked a few days ago, and it has been confirmed that it it is real. And so... What's in Egypt? Yay. Confirmed. Okay. Ancient Egypt. And they're bringing back um, the sailing naval aspect of Black Flag because okay. the people who did that sh- game, produce that game, are producing this game. Okay. I, <clears throat> from what little I have played a Black Flag, it seems like that part of it is kind of fun. Yeah, everyone... At- Everyone, if there's any game after the Ezio trilogy, it was that game that everyone talked about because it was so good. So, yeah. uh, I still have yet to play it. We'll see. But it is, this will be actually a serious prequel. Okay. But, like, like before Altair? Yeah, I think so. Because it's the origin of us. Dan Brown and Ubisoft must have had a conversation <laughs> because now we're having origin talks. shit. This it oh my god you're right because okay so Dan Brown must be a consultant at Ubisoft that is my <laughs> conspiracy theory so uh I'm actually 
pretty damn excited for it, and I, ha- I haven't been excited for an Assassin's Creed game in a very long time. Ancient Egypt kind of gets me stoked, yeah. Because like Pyramids. medieval period and ancient Egypt, I was all about like Egyptian gods and stuff when I was growing up. Yes. So. Yes, there's going to be a viewpoint at top of, like, a pyramid, and that's, that's going to be cool. the best feeling in the world. I don't know. I'm pretty excited. I'm glad Ubisoft took a break, and I'm hoping, I'm really hoping that they took a break and they actually got back to basics and are making a really great game, because I don't want yeah. to get a broken game day of. If they have an embargo, I know we're <laughs> Sorry. I love Ubisoft. I just, I think that they definitely needed to take more time to get these games going. Yeah, because they out did. Out the door, working well. Yeah. Because the, the last, now. like, they've churned out so many of them now at this point. I, I think after after the Ezio trilogy, that's when it started picking up steam. Because mm-hmm. you got mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed 1 and Assassin's Creed 2 took Call a long of time. Duty decided to do one every year and then. Latched they had to, to keep that. up, yeah. And I'll, you know, Brotherhood, great game. I love it. Revelations, it felt a little bit that's less quality, heard. yeah. But and then three, I I can't finish that game. I haven't really I'm gotten so into it. I don't know people's opinions on it generally, but. I don't know. You never hear anything about it. No, because it was disappointment after disappointment. And, you know, they, they try to bring in really cool things, and I loved it. But you you get a great character like Ezio, and then you go to a really, like, forgetful character who I don't even know his name. Connor. Connor. There you go. Connor. It just, you... I felt that they didn't care so much about the game anymore. And, yes, all the, the original creators had left Ubisoft... They went yeah. on and did their own thing, so I felt that that it lost that that greatness. Well, yeah, like Assassin's Creed Two was so character heavy too. Mm-hmm. Like you know so much about Ezio. Mm-hmm. I never played the second one or the third one, but I can like with certainty say that he's probably my favorite Assassin's yeah. Creed character, my favorite assassin. You grew um, with him, yeah, you grew and with he, him as a cocky Italian. That's man, exactly and, yeah. Oh my god, the the opening part of that game, <laughs> the the like beginning stages of Ezio are oh. So golden because golden. he, like you said, cocky Italian man, and then he becomes a cocky Italian man assassin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it works. Everything yeah. about him worked where it, w- it wouldn't have worked. And Altair was very wooden. Yeah, Altair had no personality, not at all. And you know they try to explain it in the books, like they try to give him a little bit more backstory, but it didn't help. Yeah, and, and I mean a lot of people don't like the first Assassin's Creed game because it's very repetitive. Um, yeah, what I've heard, it's it's like the same mission kind of over and it over again. It is the same mission. The same three missions over and over and over again. <laughs> so I think they did a really good thing with Assassin's Creed 2, and they made it very character-heavy, and they had this, these rich characters in the story, and you got to see um, Da Vinci is in it, right? Oh, I mean, yes. yes. I loved him in this. I love this rendition of Le- Leonardo Da Vinci. Yeah, so they I had can't get enough of him. really rich characters, and then I feel like they kind of backstepped and went to Connor who I don't ever hear anything I about, will. so my assumption is that he's not a very intense character. He's a dumbass. And then they, they brought in Edward. He's in Black Flag, right? Mm-hmm. And you hear more about Edward Kenaway. Um, yeah. I mean, I like pirates. So, for me, it's kind of a win-win. Yeah. 
so I and guess then, we the wait and see. Yeah, and then it kind of bleeds into like the the British one, um, Syndicate. Yeah, I actually want to play that. I want to play that I one too. Because um, it takes place during the time when Jack the Ripper was around. Yes. And stuff. Yeah. Yes. And that. That's really interesting. Ah. <gasps> uh, where do we leave off? Oh, yeah. So, we'll see what happens. <laughs> we want to, we both want to play Syndicate. Yes, we do. Jack the Ripper is in it. All those, all, all time periods are my jam, except for this one <laughs> that we're in right now. I know, I know. Um. Uh, I, uh, I don't know, I just fell off after Assassin's Creed. I will say this, the one, this is, I think, one <laughs> sequence that I will I will always want to play for the rest of my life is when Ezio gets to um, use the flying machine. Mm-hmm. That is the most calming thing in the whole damn world. <laughs> like, it takes, it takes forever to get to the damn machine, but when you get on it, you don't want to leave. So. You have never paraglided through Hyrule. In Breath of the Wild. Oh. Also very oh, calming. Well, I don't have a switch. Or riding so. the horse is like... <laughs> until one of those big Hyrule machine things attacks you. I don't have the a Switch. The Guardian. Okay. So I won't know. Well. I will have a Switch. Time. We'll, we'll find out after E3 if there will be a Bayonetta 3 on the Switch. I'm already stoked because they're talking about Fire Emblem games for the Switch. Hey! We should do a special E3 edition. We should. Anyway, so, last bit of news is MTV's The Shannara Chronicles is moving to Spike TV. Is this still Spike TV? Spike Channel. Whatever. Um, so, that's the fantasy drama that MTV uh, produced based on the yeah. Terry Brooks mm-hmm. books. And that is a really, really good book. Uh, I haven't watched the series the series but my mom did and she read the book and she said that it was kind of meh yeah um but they're making a second season and i did i I didn't i only read that one book because actually the really interesting part is the book they based it on is actually the second book because so there's shannara chronicle it's like it's not a trilogy anymore there's like six books now but the first book not good. Even Terry Brooks was like, no, if you're going to make this show, you're going to start off with the second book. Yeah. Uh, so it, the the second book is just so great. And I feel uh, I'm kind of sad with myself because I always read it. I always start reading it because uh, I'll read it and I'll leave it for another book. And then I come back and I have to remember everything. But those first five chapters are still really amazing. Every time I read them, I know it's going to happen, but it still keeps me hooked. So... They're going to move it to Spike because Spike wants to pull in the younger teen audience. And That's kind of funky because when I think of Spike TV, I think of like, man stuff. Like Exactly. They don't really cater to that demographic, so well, it's interesting that they're trying to. I feel like this is going to hurt the show. And I really, I mean, I haven't seen the show. I've heard mixed things. I still want the show to do good because, yeah. I mean, the I would love to see what they do with the book series. And Terry Brooks is, like, the most adorable man in the world. Like, I just want to hug him. (laughs) So I I think it was really cool. Um, I was really, 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 really worried when they first announced this that, you know, MTV was going to produce it and everything. But I think they did the best they could do with it. You know, not every adaptation is going to be good. 
We know that. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> but it brought a resurgence of the books. And so at, oh, I think it was last Comic-Con or two Comic-Cons ago, they had this really awesome limited edition box you could buy if you, um, I think it was for the new book. No, maybe it was for all books. But you got, you got the, the little rocks, the power rocks thing, and you had all the stuff. So I thought that was really cool that the show had brought enough recognition that the publishing house was able to do this Mm -hmm. for the books. Because that kind of stuff is really awesome. Yeah. And when these books came out a long time ago, what, 80s, 90s, that kind of stuff wasn't around. You bought the book, you loved it, you nerded out with everyone, but now there's collection boxes and all that. So I really liked that because of the show, it brought this out of the book and the collectibles you could get for it and so we'll see i don't know i guess i need to watch it eventually after i finish watching daredevil jessica jones the game damn your watch list is getting bigger it gets bigger and bigger and i'm still you know watching the same old tv shows in between all the new ones Uh so we'll see i know gotta gotta stop that so that's the news my gosh we got through it yay yeah. So, what are you excited for? Tell me. Stranger Things two. Mm-hmm. And the Defenders, which is probably what I'm most excited yeah. about. Yeah. Um, that comes out in August. August 18th is sticking out to me for some reason. I believe that's the day it comes out. Eric and I are really excited because that's before our wedding, so we can binge the Defenders before the wedding. <laughs> yes. Oh my god, yes. So The Defenders is probably what I'm most stoked about. And then Wonder Woman, just, I've had a consistent level of stokery for Wonder Woman. That's probably the right way to put it. Um, Stokery. (laughs) I'm just, I'm really excited. I want the movie to be here already because I'm tired of seeing the trailers. I really want to watch it. We've talked about it so much that why isn't it out yet? Yes, I really want to see it. So, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. How okay. about you? What are you excited for? Um, I think I wrote this um, when I was excited for it. Now I'm not. But 13 Reasons Why Season 2. Eh. Eh. I want to see what they're going to do. Fine. Well, it's probably going to be a tear, jer- tear jerker anyways. Uh, and the new Assassin's Creed video game. I'm really excited. And I really wanted to play Assassin's Creed 2 since we watched the movie. So maybe I should go back and play yeah, that. Yeah, either play Assassin's Creed 2 or play 4. Play All right. Flag. I should go with the new one, huh? I don't know. Yeah, if you finish yeah. the other ones. It's time to go. Time to move on from the old and go to the new. It'll be easier for you to, I think, want to continue to play it because you know what happens in the other ones. True. This so, is true. Jump into something new. Yeah. All right. Well, and I'm excited to finally start Daredevil. I know in the last episode I said I was going to start it, and I didn't, but here we go. Daredevil! Daredevil! All right, guys. That's the end of our show. Any other... Any last words? <laughs> Find us on Twitter and Instagram at Pop Prison Power. Um, you also can, on Facebook. Same handle. Yes, Pop, Pop Prison Power. Power. Um, we are now on iTunes. Oh my god. Oh no, wait. It's been co- it's been rebranded. It's now Apple Podcasts. You can find us on oh, Apple, Apple Podcasts. Podcasts and Stitcher and Google Play. <laughs> um, and then you can always 
pretty, pretty please shoot us an email. If you have something that you'd like us to talk about or have things that you want want us to discuss or like go over or watch, any suggestions, constructive criticism, please shoot us an email at popprisonpower at gmail.com. And we did get a tweet from at Blue Swim on Twitter, and he said, Thank you for reminding me that I had Black Canary in the backlog. backlog. Guess I know what, I, what to read next. Yes, read Black Canary. Yay. I still need to get the second volume and finish it out. Yeah. I'm really bad about doing that. I'm really bad about starting things and not finishing them. <laughs> like, I'll finish one volume, and then I won't... Get Continue. To the right. Yeah. So, Black Canary. Well, Black Canary. I'm glad that we reminded someone about it, and they're going to start reading it. So, hey, we're doing a good job here. <laughs> so, find us on social media. Email us. Tweet at us. Hit us up. Yo. Yo. We'll be waiting. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> That's so weird. iTunes Podcasts. Whatever it is. The thing that you do on your Apple device. Yes. To download podcasts. From whatever device you're using. Oh my god, that was so 13 reasons why. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Okay, bye. Alright, <laughs> right, guys. Bye. Bye. I always wave like they can see us. <laughs>